to the very first episode of Hinterland Story Hour. Hour. Story Hour. This is... Actually, this isn't even an episode. This is an introduction to the show. So it doesn't really count, does it? I don't know. You don't know. Uh, the point of this particular podcast that we are venturing forth on is to... Uh, mm, just to display to the world the stories that we love, basically, and why. Yeah, there are a lot of really bad stories out there nowadays. We can we can step into that realm as well. We could talk about stories we hate. This is about stories. It's just about stories. It uh, We're not limiting ourselves to the written word. It can be film. It could even be a singular episode of a specific tv show if you want just one episode and video games and video games all manner of storytelling even it could even if we really wanted to be a random story you heard from a random person at the grocery store yeah probably not but it could i'm just saying this this uh podcast is not limited to any particular medium of storytelling but it's not going to be from a crazy person at the grocery store. I hope. I hope that I get a great story from a crazy person at the grocery store and we'll put it in the podcast. It'll, it'll be glorious. We're gonna like we're gonna analyze it and pick it apart and figure out why it's good and why it's bad. Probably not. You're right. Probably not. Hmm. But I mean, you know, I have coworkers who tell stories. I can tell stories. Anyway. Anyhow. Um, uh, it'll be a regular dialogue back and forth because that's kind of our format. Um, anyone listening to this should know that we do have another podcast. Uh, if you want to search for Hinterlands Media, we'll probably pop up. Um, find us on Twitter, Hinterlands Feed. Um, that's our primary podcast. This is a side project. We'll see where it goes. Uh, that's all cultural and christian theology and prophecy and some conspiracy it's just us gabbing about strange things in the world basically uh topical and news bits this is about stories because we love stories we have bookshelves that are full of books and just tons of movies lots of video games we just love consuming stories and um my co-host and wife is also a writer, so she's kind of invested in knowing how stories are structured, how they're portrayed, uh, different devices used to put stories into a consumer's mind. So she has a good perspective on storytelling. She's also kind of uh, humble. So there I you go. start to get anxious when somebody tells me to read my story, which... It's happened a couple times just this last week. It's goofballs. I don't even know if they started reading it. No, I'm thinking about somebody else that oh. I know. Huh. Are you nervous? You nervous mm. right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get cold sweats in the night thinking oh, about. Oh ha ha. <laughs> um. So, uh, to there will probably be since this is the introduction, I'll just explain what what you can expect from the rest of the podcast. Uh, I don't know if people will start with this, but it will be labeled as the introduction so if people want to know they can just listen to this real quick um probably will be two distinct formats of different episodes uh the primary one will be 
probably just labeled a singular story, be it a video game or a book or whatever, and we'll talk just about that for that podcast. The other type will maybe be segmented into that, but a shorter one, mm-hmm. as well as we'll be talking about story devices and means of relating stories to other people, things of that nature. We'll kind of analyze it a little bit. Um, but the majority will just be like specific stories. Uh, um, that's all I really had to say. This is going to be a real short podcast, but that's fine. It's the introduction. If it's only five minutes, or ten minutes, I'm okay with that. Well, I was going to say, we could just do an introduction, hit pause, and then do an actual episode. Um, if you want, I'm not really prepped for that. Mm. Uh, we can go through our lists and give really short little introductions for each thing we have on our lists. I put more on yours for you. I volunteered you for more. Just one more. Ah. Uh. So, uh, we each kind of put down really quick, short little lists of stories that probably will eventually work their way into whole episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first on my list is Hollow Knight, the video game. Absolutely loved Hollow Knight. Really, really, really liked the story. Uh, it was so well portrayed. Just incredible storytelling. Which is odd because that's not... While that is the... It is the primary thing of the game. It tells a story. It's also secondary to the gameplay itself. It's not a pure storytelling game. It's about gameplay. Like It's an action platformer. Lots of... Um, lots of exploration and it's difficult. Yeah, we don't care about the game. Right, we don't care about the game. The story itself was so good and it's told in such a way that it kind of forces you to go online and look up the lore from other people who have studied it or play the game over and over and over until you get all the tidbits, Uh which I didn't do because it's really hard. But um, the story itself is just phenomenal. So there's that. You want to do one next? Sure, I'll, I'll do Tomb Raider, I guess. Sure. Uh, I enjoyed the story of Tomb Raider, specifically uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is the second in the new uh, trilogy of games. It, I'm not going to gush like you did. Oh man, Hollow Knight's but, so good. Uh, but uh, it was enjoyable. Lara wasn't over the top powerful. She was kind of a realistic human being. She was vulnerable. She was fairly believable as a girl who was dealing with you know, problems from her past that were driving her to do this, and she's kind of arrogant and kind of has a little bit of a hero complex. I have to be the one to do this. But right, but it has obvious motivation. Yeah. But she's likable. Yeah. She's not and she's not somebody you just want to push off a cliff. It has, it has obvious but not unrealistic character motivation, yeah. right? Which is a big contrast to the next game that came, because the first two games in that trilogy were written by the same person. Right, and the third one, she... uh, The third one is written by somebody else. She supersedes her hero complex and literally becomes a strong hero, which is not as appealing. She's not... She's not as... she She just becomes the badass Lara that she's always supposed to be. And there are a lot of people who apparently take issue with new games... Because we don't want to see Lara as she becomes Tomb Raider. We want her to just, you know, be tough and kick ass already. Well, okay, that's fine. But I, I play games for story. Right, exactly. And I play video games for... The story is... Sometimes it's for, it's primary and sometimes mm-hmm. it's secondary. But it always needs a good story. Which, almost always. 
Which should be on there also. Another of my favorite games is Deus Ex. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Human Revolution. Right. And we're going to, when we when we, we do podcasts um, that are dedicated to a specific story, we'll have a full synopsis. So mm-hmm. this entire podcast is spoiler. If you don't want to be spoiled, do not click. We'll say this at the beginning of every podcast mm-hmm. so people know. But if you don't want to be spoiled on a particular story in our podcast probably just don't listen to that particular episode because we will spoil all everything (laughs) we're not going to hold any punches because because of that the whole point is to tell the story basically Mm -hmm. um so i'll go next yeah uh i recently finished the game it's funny we're doing video games first we read a lot of books too folks (laughs) (laughs) um uh i just finished the book outer wild the book the tv video Ah. game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're funny. The video game Outer Wilds. Um, not Outer Worlds. That's a different one. Outer Wilds. Uh, it is purely story and exploration. There's no combat. It's just story. Um, the whole point is to explore and reveal the story. So its storytelling device was very compelling. And the story itself is very good too. But I won't get into it here because that's going to ruin the podcast if that comes up. Because it's, it's really good. Well, I was going to say under video games, uh, Day 6. Another video game, yeah. Well, Day 6, Human Revolution. And also Day 6, Mankind Divided, which waited a long time for. You liked... Which one did you like better? I have a hard time because I like pretty games. I like I like the good <laughs> graphics. I came into video games, you know, right at that time. Yeah. Um, I would have to say probably... Man, that's really hard. It's I hard have, to choose which one. Yeah, because they're both really well done. I think I like the character of Adam Jensen. Just as a whole? Yeah, I like his character. I He's... think his character is portrayed well through both games. Mm-hmm. They did really good at carrying that over, not changing who he was. Mm-hmm. That's really kind of jarring when, when that happens. I think I'd have to say I probably like the first one better for the story. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, and I hope someday that they uh, they update the game. Just to, you know, graphically. Yeah, that would be nice, but I don't think it's likely. No. Um, next on my list is, I wrote Foundation. The Foundation Trilogy, specifically by Isaac Asimov, came out, the first book came out in 1957, I want to say. I'm looking at the shelf like it should be there, but it's not. It's I have it, but it's somewhere else. Um, uh, the first one came out long ago, and uh, its storytelling device is good. It's kind of epic sci-fi and it's it's really well told it's a very interesting idea um and again i won't get into the dirty details of it and i might have to even look up a synopsis because it's been a while uh i just know that it has some it has some really good revelation type of uh don't click the pen in front of the mic revelation type of um devices that it uses as far as like events in the past that happen that affect the far 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 flung future far flung future it's like a tongue twister Mm -hmm. um in interesting ways because a person in the past did like this one thing you know that's kind of a a basic premise of storytelling that is used through all three books all eight really if you want to talk about or seven all the foundation books but the first three are are real cool interesting old sci-fi science fiction you Hmm. well 
on my list is the Enchanted Forest Chronicles, which you just turn your nose up because it's a girly story. It's so girly. Well, you didn't get very far. There is one. Well, there's two, actually, that are from the perspective of men. The first chapter is just outright girly. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> um, but there's one There's one book that's written from the perspective of the main character's uh, husband before they meet and marry. And then there's another one, which I believe was actually written first, that is the um, perspective of uh, Kimmering, the main character's uh, son, mm-hmm. years in the future. And so they're just, they're very innocent. They're very fun. There's a lot of... Um, you know, tropish stuff in there. There's a lot of tongue-in-cheek, you know, fairy tale stuff. They um they read pretty quickly. Yeah. I should maybe before we do that podcast, I'll blast through and read them. Yeah. So, I I grew up with that series. I read them quite a bit. Um, I had the very well-worn uh, paperbacks that mm-hmm. actually had nice covers that mm-hmm. were pretty. You get old-school fantasy type covers. Mm-hmm. And now if you try to look for them, they all they have is ugly artwork. And yep. just we keep coming back to this. <laughs> Everything is becoming ugly now. Yeah, it's true. Art is seems like it's trending towards getting worse. Um which can be reflected in storytelling too. Mm-hmm. Um I was going to say that uh of note to the listener is that we are really in this fantasy and sci-fi in this house mm-hmm. so if you expect us to talk about some thriller novel by lee child then you came to the wrong place you're gonna get lots of fantastical storytelling out of out of us N- none of this alex cross jack reacher type of stuff it's, it's no stephen king no stephen king although i would like to read the um the dark tower i've read the first chapter or so um I keep hearing those are really good fantasy books. Someday. We'll see. We'll see if I bounce off of them or not. Uh, we don't know. That might be a podcast. We'll see. Um, uh, I wrote down Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road. One of my favorite of all time movies. Um, wouldn't mind getting into the methodology of storytelling in that. Uh, a lot of people will look at it and say, oh, you know, it's, it's a dumb, dumb action movie. Don't click the pen in front of the mic. I, I almost watched you do it. Um, it's a dumb action movie. It doesn't have a good story, but you know, it is, it's a, a lot deeper. If that's how you feel about that movie, then uh, hopefully I can change your mind because it is, it's a pretty deep story. Very intricate and interestingly told. Hmm? Well, I didn't have any movies on my list. Um, the next one down, I guess, would be uh, Mistborn. Which is... Uh, it's kind of on my list, too, because Miss yeah. Born is amazing. I guess I just put all three books there. Sure. And there. I enjoy the first one the best, I think, just because of the Kel- uh, character of Kelsior. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was a more interesting character than everyone else in the book. I really, really had a hard time with the main character, Vin. Yeah. Um, just because I don't tend to like female protagonists in stories, because they always tend to be very irritating and a little bit snotty and arrogant. And she wasn't exactly that character. She was more the character of... Um, she had so many hang-ups because she'd had such a hard life. She's kind of outrageously insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, 
It's fine because yeah. he's he's taking a character that you know a character type that does exist, and just kind of you know blowing it up a little bit more. But you know after a little while um, in the second book. Second, the second book is the worst. Yeah. Almost across the board, people who love this series, the middle one is the one they like the least. Yeah, that, I didn't really like it at all. That personally. always seems to be the case with every trilogy ever is the second book's always the worst. Which has me a little worried because I... Because you're currently writing the I'm, second one? Yeah, yeah I'm currently yeah. writing the second book in my series. <laughs> um, but we'll see. So, I mean, I enjoyed that series. I always, always thought, oh, I wish Kelsey would come back. Yeah, Kelsey's good. He's but, a really compelling character. Um... And the third book, there was another character who just irritated me the whole time, too. But uh, overall, I really enjoyed the series because I enjoyed his writing. We might have to do, um, like, two episodes for Mistborn so we can do the first book and the last book. And then we'll just skip the middle one because, meh. Well, stuff happens. <laughs> it's true, but the storytelling of the thing is, if we're talking about the story, it's kind of just filler. The, not a whole lot we'll talk about it but not a whole lot happens in it that is super plenty, monumental plenty of stuff happens that if your eyes are open you can see you can start to make connections yeah that's true i guess there's i mean that. some stuff is revealed in the second book that if you're paying close attention to the plot you'll see it either while you're reading or in retrospect as you're reading the third book you'll go oh yeah i saw that well that's true well maybe we'll have to do a uh, a trilogy of podcasts for mistborn hmm um, I've got next on my list. I have Out of the Silent Planet, uh, by C.S. Lewis. I just finished that book a couple days ago. Um, it was pretty good, and I didn't really like. It. I didn't like it until I got to the end, which is interesting, uh, specifically because of the way the story was told. So, uh, I just included that because it was compelling to me that I wasn't really enjoying this book up until it ended, and then I was like, uh huh. I really enjoyed it, you know, because of that ending. Hmm. It changed the whole thing for me. Uh, so pr pretty cool uh, thing that C.S. Lewis did there. And C.S. Lewis will probably show up on the list more. Uh, I think the Screw Tape Letters is a whole episode in its own because that's such an interesting thing to do. Um, maybe a short episode because it's such a short book, but mm -hmm. it's still a really interesting thing to do. Uh, uh, the Great Divorce, is that the one with the train? That one's interesting, too. Chronicles of Narnia, of course. Um, that's kind of on my reading list for the year to get get through Narnia. I've never actually finished the whole thing, so eventually I'll get through that, and uh, maybe we'll do a whole episode for the entire Narnia. Yeah, I, uh, I've read that series multiple times. The problem is that I tried to make my way through the whole series. And, and you then, get burnt out because it's really long taken mm, as a whole. Well, no, because... Well, yes, but I would read the same books multiple times in an attempt to get through the whole thing sure. and I get really tired of certain books. Yeah. Um, and the well, last... you do that with TV series too. You get really tired of certain episodes and you skip them. <laughs> yeah, well, I just turn the... <laughs> I just turn that on when I'm doing housework anyway because yeah. I can't stand silence. But sure. All right. Um, well, next on my list was another C.S. Lewis called Till We Have Faces. It's a retelling of the Cupid and Psyche myth um, which is also a retelling of you know, um, what's it? East of the sun, west of the moon. I think that's what it's I get called. those directions confused, but that's what it is. Something of the sun, something of the moon. Sure. Um, it's one of those, uh, you know, classic stories that are retold for whatever part of the world you're in. Right. But, um, it's very different from the other C.S. Lewis stories 
that you'll read. Well, yeah, this is this is like scholarly C.S. Lewis in his element as a as a guy who studies myth. Well, right? it's not scholarly. It's it's very much a novel. Hmm. Uh, I started reading it aloud, and that was a while ago, and I haven't gotten back to it yet. But I do intend to finish reading it aloud. Um, my sister gave it to me when I was in high school. I think after she went to college, we read it aloud, um, and it's basically uh, it's a very different perspective of the original a story, which has always been from the perspective of the girl who's taken away by Cupid to be the wife. It's written from the perspective of the jealous sister hmm. mm-hmm. who uh, not is not jealous of being taken away by Cupid, but jealous more of the fact that her sister, who's the only one who ever loved her, got taken away to be happy, made happy by someone other than her own sister. Right. Um... So it's an interesting story, and it's um, told in first person, um, and uh, basically it's laid out as, this is my gripe against the gods, and the gods won't answer me, so you tell me, reader, what do you think of all this? Hmm. So it's, I think, very well done, and it's uh, you know one of those stories that everybody should read to uh, get a little perspective on uh, you know, the, the state of mankind in their own hearts. Well, I've never read it, so well, I guess I'm just an edu- uneducated lout. Well, you are going to read it. Well, well all right. I'll, <laughs> then reading, I will be educated. Well, I'm going to read I've read Shakespeare. Does that count? Everybody's read Shakespeare in high school. Oh, wow. Just downplay my accomplishment. <laughs> um, didn't you have another one? No, that was oh. it. Okay, well then, and then there was The Hobbit, which... I just wrote that for you because I know we were reading out loud and it's an amazing story. Yeah, well, so we've been trying to read that aloud for a while to our oldest, um, who's not quite at an age to appreciate stuff read aloud yet, but there's a dragon on the cover. So. He likes Dr. Seuss a lot. But he looks at the pictures. No, he, li- he like, oh, what didn't the- you hear him earlier on tonight? He was like, what did he say? You guys were talking about uh, thing one and thing two. Yeah, he said, uh, he, he says, how you doing? Which means, how do you do? Because it was in Dr. Seuss. Uh-huh. And he's like... Come shake my hand, because thing one and two, you have to shake their hands. Uh-huh. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, he'll gain more appreciation for it, but uh, my parents read Lord of the Rings aloud at dinner, you know, kerosene lamp when I was a kid, mm. and uh, my dad would read The Hobbit, so I grew up with a great appreciation for that book, and... Uh, well, yeah, Lord of the Rings will be on the list as well. I need to work my way through it. It's been a very long time since I've actually read it's been some time for me too for sure quite a few years now i'm gonna say maybe seven years since i've gone through it um but that's that's it's implied that that'll be on the list it's one of the greatest fantasy stories ever told Hmm. written whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um yeah so that's that's about it for this introductory episode it's a short one um on our other podcast we tend to go to about an hour every time we record i suspect uh, this will go a little longer than this once it, we actually get going yeah it depends on the story of course some stories are short they don't i mean we'll be doing a synopsis i think for pretty much every all of the stories just so people get the gist of like really what the story is uh, we'll talk about settings and whatnot, but some stories are small. They may not take whole episodes. Maybe 
once in a while we'll have an episode that has more than one story in it because they're real short Mm -hmm. you know and like i said this could be a singular episode of a singular tv show you're watching we watch uh we're both fans of stargate every almost every episode is its own story you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it could just be one of those um i'm not going to limit it to any specific medium and i'm just reiterating myself now so i think that's gonna do it uh hope people get excited like we are about stories through our podcast yeah well yeah the world's a very uncomfortable place so it's nice to get lost in stories this is our escapism uh podcast where we just want to talk about the the stories that we escape to to kind of get a little little relaxation away from real life which is great because we have a family we love but also stressful because we also have to make sure our kids are healthy. <laughs> no, just go to work. Look at not look we at the have, news we too have much. To go to work. Yeah, it's we read very, the news. Very yeah. hard not to look at the news too much. Okay, I think that's it for mm-hmm. now. Okay, uh, we're gonna put it to bed. Thanks very much for everyone for for listening. Uh, find us on Twitter at Hinterlands Feed. That won't really be about stories, but you can at least contact us there. Um, might come up with some other Twitter later on uh, for the story podcast, depending on what kind of traction we get. For right now, this is this is it. This is all we have. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.